Amen. Stand on your feet, if you will, everybody. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Shake the devil off. Amen. Stand on your feet. give honor to God. Thank God for this great congregation. I thank God for all of you. I want to thank God especially for the event we had all yesterday for all of the women who came out. It was a blessing. Y'all don't know I was standing outside here. What was going on? My, my wife, she came in and preached. And then Renell came in and preached. And y'all was doing some stuff up in there. Amen, amen. You might find yourself in the message today. There was a transformation going on. There was a metamorphosis going on. Give honor to Elder Marla who put all that together. Amen. Come on, give God some praise. She said, I want to do something to help inspire our women, to help them come together, to help them to know that God is blessing them, to help them to understand that God has a work for them, that they are anointed. Somebody said, well, I've been wonderfully made. Somebody needs to understand that God has an anointing on your life such that you have to do great things. He's brought you over hills and valleys. He's brought you through the fire and through the flood. Do I have any witnesses here? Anybody? Has anybody been through the valley of the shadow of death? Or has anybody been on the rough side of the mountain? Has every, anything overcome you like a river, like a flood? In the name of Jesus, we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Amen. And so I thank God what was happening on yesterday. I, 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 I have a term for it that you'll find in, in a moment that was happening that I witnessed. But I want to go to this verse of scripture. Psalms, the 103rd Psalm. The 103rd Psalm. The 103rd Psalm. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the 103rd Psalm. Psalm 103. James translation reads this way. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals all your diseases. Did any, anybody catch two or three songs right up in there? Hallelujah. Two or three songs just came out of that, 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 that verse. He says, he said, who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things hallelujah so that your youth is renewed like the eagles 
so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Tell somebody, my youth is renewed like the eagles. You may be seated in the name of Jesus. your mouth with good things but the latter part of that verse says so that your youth is renewed like the eagles I had to go back and do some checking with that because that just didn't settle quite right with me but as I passed by the women's ministry on yesterday it became clear that there was some renewing of youth like eagles. Let me break it down a little bit further, and, 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 and if you will, because if you look at it plainly, what an eagle goes through in the molting process, he is renewed. I'm gonna come back to that in a moment because I, I, I need to, to, to break that even down, down a little bit further. But I need you to understand something about this psalm of David, this song that was sung. First of all, we need to identify with what David is going through. We find that this psalm is personal. It's longer, much longer than this book. Just in these first five verses, we can find out a little bit of something about David and his life. He says, bless the Lord, oh my soul. My soul, in other words, not with just lip service, not with just a show or demonstration, but from the depths of his soul, of his innermost being, everything who he is and what he has, his makeup of every fiber and every cell of his existence, he blesses God with. And what we need to take from that is we need to take everything that God has given us and deposited within us and bless God back with it. We need to praise God, acknowledge God, worship God, let everybody know that he's worthy to be praised. Praise him for your health. Praise him for your strength. Praise him for your well-being. Praise him for the conditions are what they are. Praise him because God has never left you nor forsaken you. Even though life has battered you, even though life has beaten you, even though you've gone through some rough periods in your life, God has still been there. David went through some rough times. And he went through some rough periods in his life. 
And I, I, I can glean from this, that this song is not a song of his youth. I believe that David has been on the road a while. And somebody would say he's been around the block a few times. He, he's gone through some stuff. Anybody here gone through? Don't you get tired after a while of just going through? Don't you get tired and weary after a while? And, 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 and it doesn't matter where it is. Sometimes it's on the job. You've been there a while and, and, and you go through and after a while it becomes tedious and monotonous and it seems like you're not advancing, not going anywhere. In fact, there are more devils you found that were there when you, stopped, when you started there more now than when you started. And, and, and sometimes we become depressed in that state of mind. Sometimes we go through, and, and, but, but, but life has a way of keep on repeating itself and demonstrating to us there's something we ought to get out of it. Think about our children. When they go to school, when they start out in the first grade, second grade, kindergarten, oh, they're excited about going. And, 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 and it's a new experience. But somewhere along about middle school, a metamorphosis takes place. My mama would say, they start smelling themselves. Something happens. Attitude changes. The way they conduct themselves changes. And, and, and they don't even understand what they're going through. It's in that middle school phase where there's a lot of trouble and, and, and turmoil and walk over to some of the middle schools in the city and you, you'll find truant officers, armed policemen in the schoolroom at middle school. It's not until they get to high school and become a little bit more mature. But even the freshman class comes in with excitement, but somewhere along about sophomore and junior year. I don't want to do this no more. Only the seniors are happy because they leave in this place. something about that middle that middle place in life I dare say even Christians people of God in the church experience this middle kind of phase of life I won't even touch marriage I don't even want to go some of us don't make it to the third or fourth year but 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 in, in the church I find that when you're first saved, 
folk are excited about the Holy Ghost. They're excited about speaking in tongues. They're, they're excited about laying hands on the sick and having hands laid on them. They're excited about the Bible studies. They're excited about every message that comes through. They're excited about every experience of God. They're excited about what God is doing and how God is revealing himself. They're excited about those things. But after a while, after a while, when a few good church members talk about you, after a while, when you go through some situations that you think God ought to turn around for you, but God didn't turn those things because they were self-inflicted wounds to begin with, and you mad with God and mad with church and get into a position where you get depressed because the church you think has failed you. We get to a place where we become de depressed and distraught. We get to a place where, where we're not really sure of ourselves anymore. In fact, we begin to look to the left and to the right and looking at other folk who are raising all kinds of hell and they seem to be doing just fine. Church folk began to question whether or not what they had was real. They began to wonder and began to doubt if God can really do what he said he was going to do. We are in that middle phase. That phase where, 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 where self-doubt comes in. In that middle phase where we are tired and folks are telling, I've been praying, I, I've been crying, I've been trying to hold on, I've been trying to hold on, I've been trying to live right, I've been trying, I've been trying, I've been trying. And they become depressed. And some even give up. But let me, let me, let me, let me tell you about this eagle that David is talking about and about the women that I heard and saw on yesterday. In fact, if you're looking for a title, just tell somebody, I'm just molting. I'm just molting. Let me, let me help a few more people to understand that malting ain't pretty. The malting process is not a pretty one. Oh, it's a hot mess on steroids. And it's often in your malting state when folk want to tell you about you. It's when you are at your worst. That's when folk try to tell you that you can't amount to anything, that you'll never come up out of this, that you cannot make it when you're in your molting state. Listen, 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 let, 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 maybe, maybe I need to back it up and make this thing a little bit clearer. You see, because I went back and I had to look it up and I 
had to understand something about this eagle, this eagle that David mentions. Furthermore, I went a little further and I went into Isaiah. And, and, and as I looked in Isaiah, and Isaiah was talking about, you know, they that wait upon the Lord shall mount up with wings as eagles. Hmm. They shall renew, somebody hold on to that, renew their strength. Listen, I looked at that and I said, God is trying to get something over to us here. When those women met on yesterday and revealed this revelation as they taught and they worshiped and, 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 went and worked with one another, it came clear that God was trying to communicate to us about the life of an eagle. That our lives mimic eagles. In other words, when the eagle starts out, when it flies from the nest, it soars through the air. It can see for miles. Its vision is clear. It knows how to hunt. Its talons or its claws are sharp. Its beak is razor sharp. It can fly and stay, stay sustained up in the air for hours at a time. Riding on the currents of the wind. It's an exciting time. The eagle is majestic and strong and honorable. Yes, you are that eagle. But somewhere along about 30 years, between 30 and 40 years, which is sometimes the maximum age of eagles, they all go through what's called the molting process. What is molting? Well, what's happened over time, dirt has built up on the wings. Oil residue is on the wings. Its talons or claws have grown so long it can no longer grip like it used to. In fact, the wings are weighted down such that it cannot fly and it tries its best. In fact, some have recorded that the eagle who was once majestic now wallows on the ground and walks like a turkey. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. But in the molting process, when the eagle begins to go through this, they try to find a place in the valley where they can rest on a rock, a place out in the open sun so that they can feel the warmth of the sun on their bodies. Their feathers are matted together. They can no longer fly. I'm just molting. Calluses begin to build up and their vision is clouded. They can no longer see. Calcium deposits build up on its beak and it no, can no longer eat or feed itself. In fact, the calcium buildup is such to a degree that it pulls the head down. 
and they began to look down and can no longer look up from whence they came. I find that there's some church folk like that. I find that there's some people in the house of worship that the calluses of life and the cruelty of people around you have built up around you such that your head is down and you can no longer look up. Listen, let me give some help to somebody here. Let me give you one good example because there, there are folk who like to throw this around a lot where children will look at the parent and say, well, you had a child when you was young. Why are you trying to stop me? And then that is an attempt to close the mouth of the parents. That's an attempt to silence you. You say, well, I guess that's so, so I can't say nothing. Well, tell somebody they got that one wrong. It's an attempt to bring you down that you no longer would have a testimony. Oh, oh, tell somebody, I may not be where I'm going, but I'm sure not where I used to be. I, I'm, I, I'm in a molting process. I'm, I'm in a state that is often confusing to many people. See, molting says that you're no longer what you used to be. You used to soar high, but you are not yet what you're going to be. And so molting says, I'm caught somewhere in the middle. And so people look at you and they are confused about you. They don't know whether you're coming or whether you're going. They don't know whether you're up or whether you're down. They don't know if you're saved or a sinner. They can't understand. When you're in the molting stage, what happens often, sometimes you will cuss and then you'll say, oh Lord, that one slipped. Oh, forgive me, God. Forgive me, God. To the onlooker, it's a little confusing. You just cussed me out and now you're giving hallelujah thank you Jesus the devil is a lie you confuse us it's messy you look like a hot mess we, we, we look at you and we can't quite tell, can't quite figure out where it is you really stand. Tell somebody, I'm just molting. That's why you can't figure it out. Oh, wait a minute. Let me go a little deeper because somebody really don't really get molting yet. And so the ego cannot see. The ego cannot fly. The ego is wandering around, cannot eat. It loses its desire to eat. Like church folk, when we get caught up in stuff, sometimes we don't even want to hear good singing. We, we don't want to hear. We don't want to sing. We don't want nobody singing at us. We don't want nobody praying. We don't want nobody praying for us. We don't want nobody preaching. We don't want nobody preaching at us. Sometimes when you're in a mountain stage, when you get to that place of depression, where it's not even the word of God can try to penetrate through to you, because we are locked in that mindset. But let me tell you this, something 
happens to the ego. Every ego goes through this. They will begin to claw and scratch and their talons or their claws will be worn down. When you start to wear them down and start to break them off, it begins the regeneration process. When you clip your nails, as long as you keep on clipping them, they will keep growing. Men will tell you, yeah, don't, don't start shaving. Because once you start shaving, you will be shaving the rest of your life. It stimulates the growth. The other thing that the eagle does is they start to peck with their beaks so that the, the calcium deposits begin to fall off. They will peck against rocks and sometimes against each other and so that those deposits can fall off and they can screech like they normally would. And they can call out like they, see it's sometimes it's not until we can't do what we used to do that we are forced into a situation to start pecking and start beating, start clawing, start clawing for God. We need to sometimes claw for God. The next thing that the eagle does, and I told you that he lost his sight, but even with his diminished vision, the eagle begins to pluck out its own feathers. Oh my God. I don't know if you've ever seen a baby eagle newborn. They are some of the ugliest birds. And, and, and yeah, we got some eagles in here. I'm trying not to look in certain directions. So, okay. Let me, let me jump to the next, next part because if I look at you now, you know that you're an eagle. And so, they pluck out their feathers. The feathers that have been mad with disbelief. The feathers that are weighed down with people talking about you. The dirt of life that has been cast upon you, the disappointments, the hurt, and the pain, they began to pluck those out. And in its place, new feathers start to grow. There's a regeneration going on. Those women on yesterday, as I heard them expound and as I heard them go through all of that, I felt like there was regeneration going on. There was a renewing process. In other words, there was some folk in there. And Sister Myra got up and began to give her presentation. I said, there's an ego who did not take what life tried to put on her, but renewed. Sometimes you gotta pluck your own feathers out. The ones that are matted and stuck together, the stuff that has weighing you down, you got to rid yourself of some things so that you can be renewed. 
throughout this process, throughout this growth process, I told you that the eagles, they might look strange. They might walk strange. But as they began to renew and as new feathers began to grow, the historians and the people, the research that I've done behind this says that now these eagles who are only supposed to live to the ripe old age of about 32 to 35 by going through the molting process lives another 30 to 40 years. What am I trying to tell you? What am I trying to tell you? Look, 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 look. I know sometimes you get tired. I know sometimes you feel like you're going through. I know you feel like you've paid your dues and now you just want to take your rest. But see, some of those eagles, I, I, and if I can just drop this one other little fact on you, every now and then, because the eagle's mouth had been shut, and when the calcium fall, they still could not fly, a strange phenomenon would happen. Other eagles, would come and fly by and drop meat where they were. When I read this, I saw what God can do. In other words, he would take some folk every now and then in your life to fly by and drop some meat in your life because you couldn't fly because you're going through a renewal process because you're getting the weight off of you and until you can find it, God provides even in spite of yourself. But the other interesting fact about this is that they were older eagles. Oh, somebody need to catch that one. The young eagles don't give you nothing. The research said that it was older eagles that would fly by. In other words, somebody who's been there, done that, gone through, got a testimony. They can tell you a few things about how to make it when you're going through your molting process, when you're going through your period of renewal. There's some wise older folks who've been flying a long time that understands you need some help along the way. Ah, I'm about done. I'm about done. He says, "Now, now, I, I, I need you to take a look at Isaiah for a moment." Isaiah says, "He says, look at, but they that wait upon the Lord." This verse makes sense to me now. I thought I understood it, but when he took me a little bit deeper, he says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. In other words, wait a minute, how is it they mount up with wings, they're gonna run, they're not gonna get tired this time. It suggests to us that there is a period where folk get tired, where they get weary, but if you wait on the Lord, he will come by and drop some spiritual meat while you're going through, while you're in your renewal process. He's gonna feed you in the midst of your valley. These eagles that were once 
of soaring above the mountains. We're now in the valleys. And sometimes groups of them would huddle together for their existence because now the predator has become prey and so they huddle together and as they stay in that place older eagles will come by and feed them I, i'm so glad when when jesus stops by every now and then just to let me know that he's still blessing I, i'm so glad that every now and then when i come to myself i recognize that it's the lord who's on my side i'm so glad that every now and then as i go through life's journey i know that god will make a way out of no way i'm so glad that god has not forsaken me that he has not forgotten when i've lost my ability to fly when i can no longer feed myself god will send somebody to sing a song, to play a tune, to preach a word. God will send somebody. I'm just in my molting process. Listen, listen, listen. Mark 9 and 2. Mark 9 and 2. Somewhere along there, it starts talking about the transfiguration. Peter, James, and John goes up with Jesus to the mountain. And he sees him talking to Moses and Elijah. And as he's talking to Moses and Elijah, they're witnessing this. And so they had a mountaintop experience. Anybody have a mountaintop experience? In fact, Peter says, it's good to be here. It's good to, when we have our mountaintop experience. That's when the people of God we shouting, we got our praise on. We know that things is working out and God is working it for our good. We're in our mountaintop experience. But if you read on a little bit further down, somewhere around the ninth, eighth or ninth verse, where he begins to talk to them, they go down the mountain. In other words, there's times when you're gonna have to come down off the mountain. And when you come down off the mountain, there may be some problems waiting on you. They found a man that was possessed with demons waiting on them down there. They found a crowd that didn't believe, that didn't trust, that didn't know what was happening. When you come down off the mountain, and so what I'm trying to tell you today is sometimes come down off the mountain, but be ready to serve when you get, when you get there. When you're in the valley, when you're in that depressed state, when you're in that low state, when you're in that, that state where it doesn't seem like it makes sense, when you look your worst, when you feel your worst, that's when you come in and say, listen, you know what? I can do all things through Christ Jesus. When you don't feel like you're gonna make it, that's when you keep on pressing toward the mark. When you know that you know that you know you know that if God had not been on your side, you don't know where you would be. Yes, yes, when they folk are talking about you, when your name is on the internet and on the highways and the byways, when they're putting you down, when they're saying that you can't do this or you can't do that, you say, that's all right. I'm just in my malting state. I, I'm, I, I'm in a process of renewal. I've been beat down. I've been broke down, but I won't stay down. And now I'm going to move on a little bit higher in Christ Jesus. I got to pluck off some of these feathers. Some of these feathers are worn out. Some of these feathers have been tainted. Some of these feathers have been broken. And so if I pluck them out myself, I know that God has a renewing process. 
God has a healing process. God built it into your DNA. Every time you get cut, your body has the capacity to heal itself. Every time you go through, your body has a capacity to keep fighting and make you stronger than you were before. Every time you break a bone, where the bone heals is stronger than the bone around it. You need to understand that God has built into you the healing process. And as you go through your molting stage, as you go through your renewal stage, as you go through your refining stage, yes, pluck some stuff off and let God renew you. If you're letting pluck it off, pluck off your hatred. Pluck God. Pluck off your backstab. Pluck off your backpack. Pluck off your no can do attitude. Pluck off I can't do. Pluck off the mindset that you are nobody. Pluck that off and tell everybody that I'm a child of the king. I'm the elect. I am the called out. I am the chosen. I am the ecclesia. I am the chosen from the foundations of the world. I am God's best. I am God's anointed. I am God's forgiven. I am a child of the King. I am. I'm just molten. I may not look right to you, but I'm just molten. I may not look like you want me to look, but oh, wait a little while longer. My wings are gonna spread out with new feathers. I'll fly higher than I've ever flown before because Jesus paid the price Jesus died on Calvary while I was in my depressed state. Jesus came in and redeemed my soul in Jesus' name. I'm just molten. The door of the church is open.